Hello and welcome to ESPN Cricket Post Stump Mike. I'm Karthik Ayer speaking to you after the first day's rain at the World Test Championship final. With me today to review maybe how heavy it came down is Gaurav Sundaram and G Stats. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Uh, I was looking forward to some good cricket after a very long time. Uh, but uh, yeah, uh, it's maybe we need to wait another day to see uh, a very uh, good contest. Yeah, despite the fact that it rained the entire day, at least on the men's test side, you sound pretty chipper. Uh, no, uh, nothing like that. I've been watching uh, the Indian uh, women team play England. That was something. And uh, the windy South Africa game just started. So, uh, yeah, I'm just keeping my spirits high. Yeah, there, there, there is plenty of test cricket happening currently, if, if, that's, if that's, that's what gets you going. One person who was on the ball-by-ball commentary for the only test between... England and India at Bristol was Shashank Kishore and he joins us now just as Stumps has been called. Hey, Shanky. Hey, it's been a good day of cricket. Uh, yes, another truncated day here in Bristol, but uh, a good day for uh, England, you'd say. Uh, the game hanging by the threat for India and they'll hope for a little bit of weather tomorrow as well. We'll, we'll get to that test match from Bristol in a bit as well, a historic test, of course. Let's start by speaking to Nagraj Kolapuri, though, before we come to you, G Stats, and to you, Shaki. Nagraj was at the Ages Bowl today, where he couldn't, of course, unfortunately, get to see any play, but he got to see plenty of rain and he got to eat some lovely food as well. So we ch- I chatted with Nagraj just as he was entering his hotel room after Stumps were called. So, Naga, you were one of the two people we had at the Ages Bowl in Southampton today. You are now back in your hotel room. I'm catching you just as you've entered your hotel room. A, have you dried yourself? Yeah. And B, have you kept WhatsApp down? Because on our office groups, there are plenty of people, because we have not had any cricket today, there are plenty of us who are trying to figure out who is Nagraj Golapuri's doppelganger. <laughs> No, all those guys are comparing me to this and this one and that one. They need to clean their glasses. They are like, I don't know what they're seeing. (laughs) This is what happens when you don't have cricket. (laughs) Yeah, the names thrown out were Indian actor Vijay Raz. There was Imran Tahir as well. Uh, You don't seem to be in agreement with any of them. No chance. (laughs) Too big. (laughs) I am what I am. Yeah, Naga, I chose the kind of day it was that the first question that I ask or our first point of discussion yeah. is that are you have you have you dried yourself? Did you did you get wet in the rain because it's, it's no, been, actually it's I didn't been. get wet, but um, but Andrew Miller, uh, colleague, he got wet because he went out in the morning first session looking out for our social guys were asking, oh, can we get some pictures of the rain? It will be nice and all that. And what more can we get? We can only get rain and puddles. <laughs> Miller went on a hunt and looking for the ultimate challenge thrown at him and he got wet. But yeah, I mean, we were asking ourselves, what are we doing here? What are we doing here, all of us? Because we were getting fed up. And at the same time, we were also getting fed nice food. So we were stuffed. But what do we do? A lot of food, but no thoughts. So it was that kind of a different day, but it was expected, wasn't it? Like the forecast had always predicted this first day would be um, rain drenched and soaked and no play will be possible. And yeah, everyone from India was calling me and messaging me, other journalists, etc. Can you send pictures? Do you think any play is possible? I said, take it from me. There's no play 
and this I said yesterday, there will be no play today because it started raining at almost half past three uh, local time. Here I was at the ground and it was it started pouring and since then it went on and on till it stopped at around what four in the afternoon around two ish for about an hour. It stopped around one or two something like that. That's it. So yeah, I mean the the, the outfield is really soaked. The umpires did come out a few times, but if you've seen pictures and videos, you could check on the ICC side. You'll see videos and pictures of Indian team. Uh, some some members of the Indian team and the New Zealand team walking out barefoot um, in puddles, which are like they're not ankle deep, but you could just like your ankles could just <laughs> soak into that, yeah, slip into that nicely. Yeah. So can can you give us any good news for tomorrow? I I know you're not a weather forecaster, Nagraj, but is it still raining there? Or does the does the forecast maybe look better? Yeah, it's slightly brighter. The rain has stopped now. From um, again, was about half an hour back or something, and uh, as I talk to you, let me just check the protection on the Met office, and it says that it's it was fair weather for tomorrow. It was fair weather. In fact, no rain. From what I can see, no rain. Just twenty percent chance. Twenty percent reducing to ten from six six p.m. today, and no rain. I can see. At least tomorrow, yeah, till until three o'clock, I see it's just ten percent chances. So yeah, I mean there is likelihood, but how soon? That the the challenge for everyone's going to be how soon it will dry up the outfield. So, if you put me on a spot, I think not before lunch. Happy to be proved ah, wrong, okay. but not before. But, 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 but at, least, at least we may get tossed and we may get some cricket because that, that, yes, that, that's yes, there is definitely going to be some cricket here. Yeah. yeah, okay, so so that's that's good news. Then the World Test Championship final will officially begin tomorrow, which means we are pretty much uh, certain, right, Naga, that the reserve day will come into effect. Yeah, hundred percent. That's what both I mean, Tom Latham. Uh, the New Zealand guy, he came when he came for the press and he was asked the same question and he said, look, the, considering there is a six day the ICC has put in place already, it still remains a five day test match and that's vital. So whatever time lost, an entire day has been lost now, it will have to be covered for over the next five days. So that's good news for us. Yeah, but except hopefully hope the Shahs don't come back. I think one one of the cricketing questions that was asked today when among all the puddles and all the showers that were pouring down was that India still have the India while while they named their 11 yesterday do have the option of making changes to that 11 right up to toss time do, do you think that's something that they would consider or is, is it just something that won't cross Virat Kohli's or Ravi Shastri's mind well, if they are the best team in the world, they want to be the best team in the world, they would be realistic and pragmatic and they won't be like, they will They will keep their minds open, right? If they're adamant and stick to this, uh, then they know that they can by their own tongue, which they don't want to. So what they need to, they, they've already asked Sridhar, the fielding coach today, came to the press and said that India will be open to making a tweak if they feel it's necessary at toss. If, but they still do believe that this team that they've picked is an all-conditioned team. So, and this is their strongest team because it gives them the batting depth. It offers them a right balance. Um, yes, the question mark always will be, should you still play two spinning all-rounders on a pitch 
which is going to be more friendly to seamers and you're going to be playing virtually for the next five days, whatever play is possible under clouds. Okay, so I'm going to put you on the spot then. I didn't want to with the weather, but with this I will. Should India then make a change, bring Siraj into the left? Yeah, put me on the spot. I'll think that they will go with the same team they picked yesterday. I say that only because what happened today is not a surprise for them. They always knew this. So what changes for them? I mean, the prediction also for the rest of the day, they knew there were shows. And I feel that is because the pitch as such is hard. Um, how much it will soften because of the con- um, the conditions, I we can't predict. But I think that's the reason. I just believe that they will still stick to these this team they picked yesterday. And when I saw them at practice two days ago, clearly... Both Jadeja and Ashwin are in the right frame of mind. In the sense, like they are the most, they they, they have been the match winners recently. Ashwin in, uh, against England, Jadeja in Australia also. So, and his batting has come up uh, uh, right in the sense of he's become a lower order match winner for them, an impact batsman more than a match winner, a lower order impact batsman. Ashwin has scored a century recently at home in Chennai. So, uh, batting wise. They, both these guys provide their depth. Now, what? Of course, you would. Everyone would want a Siraj to come, but uh, I, I believe this is a good overall all-round bowling, bowling unit, much better. Okay, so I'm going to let you go in a couple of minutes, but two more questions before before we do that. Now, we heard from Dale Sain and Sanjay Majrekar on our post post day match day, where they spoke about what players do when. Uh, when the day gets washed out and when 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 a washout is inevitable inevitable but what do what do journalists do are you, are you sitting in the press box the whole day no uh, the trouble you wouldn't sit in a on a normal in normal situation you wouldn't sit even you would brave the rain and go and network and go and meet people there are different people we are also not sitting in the normal press box where you usually sit at in southampton at the ages bowl we are in a different section we are in a, a yeah so and we've been also asked to kind of use our discretion and not move too much away from the press box uh, so we have to mind where we go. So we can't go really much. We just have to be around, loiter around the press box and watch rainfall. And it was fine, but there was a little bit of... It's not that challenging. For me, the good thing is that this is the first time I'm actually covering a match since 2019 World Cup at a cricket ground. So it is a big thing in that sense, like just the joy of being at a cricket ground, the yeah. buzz that is. I, I remember when, when 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 lockdown started, when COVID started last year, we, we were on the pod together and yes. you spoke about how you don't know when next you'll get to go to a cricket ground and yeah. cover cricket. Yeah. So, personally for you, this must, this must be great and it'll probably be better tomorrow when actual cricket happens. Yes, let's hope so. Yeah, I've been coming to Southampton since Wednesday. That was the first day I watched India train. And, uh, you know, as a journalist, you're always curious about what is the pulse um, at ground zero, right? When this is being billed as by the ICC as the ultimate challenge, the ultimate test match, the biggest match and all that. Um, inside the inside the bubble, the team bubble, both teams are behaving as if it's just a normal day out and all that. They'll get in that intensity when they come. But outside on the street, there is nothing. Other than the banners around the ground, there is nothing. In Now I'm staying within in Southampton Central and no buzz. No one knows. I mean, the usual yardstick to know whether things are happening is you ask the cab drivers and the Uber drivers that have driven, like three of them, 
between Wednesday and yesterday was like nobody knew what was happening. They were in fact asking me. In fact, this morning I'll tell you when I was just the 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 road that leads into the Aegis Bowl is called the Marshall Drive. That's named after Malcolm Marshall, who played for Hampshire, the Caribbean, the West Indies legend, fast bowler. And just at the corner of at the start of Marshall Drive, there is a board where it says what's on today. And that what's on board was blank. There was an Indian television reporter who was standing. He he's a local guy. He was standing with an umbrella. It was a wet morning, but there was there was nothing like which said this is the World Test Championship final happening here. You, This is the same ground I remember in 2019. India played, I think if I'm not mistaken, their first match of the league phase against Afghanistan, uh, possibly here at Southampton. And there was so much buzz days before. Fans came and you would have all these kind of chanting and dolls and all kinds of music and the wuvuzelas and etc. But nothing, no noise at all since Wednesday coming this morning. Yes, the crowd started coming in, which was a bizarre thing for me that they knew that it was going to rain today or something. But still, but yes, that intensity of a big match, something like this happening is gone. Everyone knows what else is happening in and around Europe, the Euro. Everyone knows, like today, England, Scotland. The local journalists within the press box, they were already planning, where do we watch this match? Is It's Friday evening. Even if it's pissing on the streets, people would go out and watch it on a pub. And it's a social thing and all that. Of course, England, if this was, it would have been different slightly. If England were in the final playing India, it would have been much more, yeah, because the local media would have covered it and drummed it up. So, yeah, I mean, this 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 feels a little surreal happening this, uh, happening in a match of that caliber happening in a smaller place with no bus maybe it's good for the teams but i don't know whether it is good for icc (laughs) (laughs) the quiz Many. I think if I got one right, I would be like more than happy. <laughs> I think the double century question, which was which was Seymour Nurse, who were the other two? There were three other names, Jason Gillespie and one more name I'm missing. That's the one we all got immediately. But they're very crafty. Uh, whoever has crafted these questions is very intelligent. It's really nicely done, like it's challenged us. And so, yeah, I will be. I mean, that's one thing that we were thinking about for a while while the rain was falling while there was no play so yeah that kept us occupied but no no i have not i'm not uh, like you guys or one of our guys like shreesh tagore who got it did anyone get it in house do you know yeah i'm so shreesh and gore would have shreesh though interestingly pointed out that the 12th question was which test match host city has the lowest average annual rainfall i mean that's that that's just sticking it in <laughs> I know, I know. That was the first. <laughs> that was the first thing that hit all of us, including me. I was like, what is it? <laughs> yeah, that will make the intro of a few copies if anyone has seen it. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't need to write much today. So I, I didn't have to write anything today. That is so bizarre, right? That's the privilege of being a, a cricket journalist at times, that you go to a ground, you go to cover a World Test Championship final the first day of the match, and I have not written anything at the end of the day. 
it is so bizarre. I'm like, I've, yeah, and I find it really awkward. I mean, if it, uh, being an old school journalist, if 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 in the past something like this was unpardonable, but now look at what we are doing. I'm like, like like I say, it's it's a privilege, but at the same time, like maybe I'm just lucky. It's first day I'm free, but from tomorrow there'll be more and more stuff to do. Hopefully. Yeah, it's almost like the rain has made you face some existential questions. Right <laughs> Looking forward to tomorrow, though. All right. Yeah. Okay. Chat soon. Thank you. We'll chat with you soon. Bye bye. You know what, G Stats Naga couldn't get to watch any cricketing action, but I'm sure you saw the photos of the food that he got at at Southampton. Yeah, I mean it's worth it's worth going there just for the day if you're going to eat that kind of food. Definitely, it looks like uh, uh, the ICC have done a great job. Uh, they also had a quiz which our guys shared, so they've kept the uh, uh, media people pretty active in this uh, maybe pretty dull day today. So both uh, Nagraj and I were discussing. We had a feeling that Gaurav Sundaraman and maybe Shreya along with him got all the questions right. Gaurav, now hand on heart, how many questions of that questionnaire did you get right? Did you even see the questions, Karthik? I, I saw one it that half, had it was half yeah. geography, half cricket, <laughs> and half you need to know where it rains the most or where it rains the least. Yeah. Exactly, I did a Steve Smith. I left it well outside of them. <laughs> Shanky, did you see the questionnaire? Did you have a crack at? No, I didn't. I, I I didn't get a chance to go through that. No, I'd love to. Yeah, it was it was probably when you when you were on ball by ball comms for the only test at Bristol. So so maybe now after we finish this recording, you can go have a look. Gaurav, yesterday we got a few messages that uh, of 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 some of our listeners who were looking forward to a stump my preview of the World Test Championship final. Now, unfortunately, maybe due to some time constraints and a lot of cricket happening at, at this point of time and plenty of preview content on the site as well, we couldn't get around to doing it. But, oh, the rain gods have ensured that we get one more opportunity to preview the World Test Championship final. And this is why we're here. So, Shanti and Gaurav, we're going to have a slightly belated preview of the WTC final between India and New Zealand. Let's just start with India, who are coming in to this match having named their 11. Let's quickly get this out of the way first. Gaurav, is there any chance that India will change their 11 before play begins tomorrow, which is very likely that play is going to resume tomorrow? Uh, no. So, tomorrow, if it's starting on time, I don't see that happening. If tomorrow also gets washed out, then we might see something uh, different. But uh, if it's going to be a five-day test, uh, I don't think it's going to uh, change much. So, India will stick with the same 11. Shanky, would you concur? Well, I think if uh, it depends. I mean, if, if the toss is delayed by about uh, half a session or maybe one session and it continues to rain, then India could well have a rethink and play an extra seamer, in which case uh, you would have one of the spinners, uh, you know, missing out. But if the play starts on time and if you're going to have a sunny morning to begin with, I think uh, they'll stick with the same 11. So, Shanky, if you were captain slash coach, and I'm going to put you on the spot here, you would remove a spinner and play a seamer. I'm assuming Siraj comes in. So, who goes out? Uh, if 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 it gets to that, probably I think uh, Jadeja will have to miss out in my in my eleven, And um, Siraj comes in straight away there. Yes, that will mean a little bit of uh, tinkering with the batting. You'll have one batsman shot, one batter shot. But, well, that's probably a, a tough call, really. All right, but currently India's 11 still has both Jadeja and Ashwin and Siraj misses out. 
uh, Gaurav, just taking a step back, was it a surprise that this this was the eleven named? You know, I was I was pretty surprised that this is the first time these five bowlers, which is Ashwin, Jadeja, Ishant, Bumrah, and Shami, are playing together. They're, they're India's most experienced, I think, bowling attack. It, it was a bit of a surprise that they haven't played together before. I think one of the main reasons they couldn't play this eleven for a long time was uh, because of either injuries or the fact that Ashwin uh, uh, and uh, the middle order batting was not very uh, strong. So the fact that Vihari, Rahane, Rishabh Pant made a huge difference in Australia. Ashwin's batting uh, has improved. Jareja has become a beast of a batsman. So I think when you look at all these things, they have more confidence now in the bats, in these uh, batsmen. So uh, it became a natural choice, you know, to have that option. And uh, one more thing, Karthik, you need to understand that they're all coming back and playing after the long break, right? So you have uh, going with four bowlers and we saw what happened in Australia, right? We saw with Saini got injured in the middle of the game. Umesh Yadav got injured in the middle of the game. So we don't know what's going to happen. So maybe if somebody pulls and has a niggle or something like that, you don't want to go in with uh, three bowlers uh, in a World Test Championship final. So I think they, they, they felt that the overall package of... Uh, the fifth bowler is rather you have Jadeja who can do both and uh, or maybe Ashwin for that matter uh, then go with a pure play bat- batter in uh, Vihari. So I think it was totally uh, a, a very, very good uh, decision and this is the first time they get to play because in home conditions, rarely you play three quicks. Shanky, can anyone consider themselves unlucky to miss out on that level or anyone that you expected to be in there? Yeah, I mean, uh, having named the uh, the 15, I think uh, it was a fair 15 that they named. But I thought that uh, probably they would have considered someone like a Shardul Thakur as well. So probably he was a tad unlucky, I would believe. Uh, having done well, he is also he also brings in that batting dimension. So in case you want, uh, in case uh, they wanted to play a fourth seamer like uh, I just spoke about earlier, maybe you know he could have been an option uh, to consider. And uh, considering the fact that he also can. Uh, give you some useful runs lower down the order. But having said that, I think uh, the 15 that they picked was, uh, you know, uh, a fairly good squad. And I think um, each of those who've been named there deserve to be there. Yeah, I think we're all, I think most, most, most cricket watchers are in agreement that this is maybe India's best 11 currently that they can put out. Now let's move on to New Zealand. It's, it's more interesting with New Zealand, Gaurav. And I simply believe that because I know we're trying to, there is this thought that maybe the two test series versus England that they won may not have that much of an effect, but I, I think it will it will really, really boost their confidence having won in the same country just a week or so ago and now they're going to play arguably the biggest test match there ever has been. Yeah, uh, it's a, it's advantage New Zealand in certain aspects because of the fact that they have actually played uh, a couple of tests here. Uh, having said that, they also uh, missed quite a few key players in the second test against uh, England uh, and they won fairly comfortably. So, you can kind of draw a parallel with uh, India about their depth, about the kind of form they're in um, and the fact that uh, they know what they're up to and they know what they're doing. Uh, since this is not the subcontinent and this is not Australia, these are two places where New Zealand have struggled. Subcontinent is maybe... A wrong word, I would say this is not India because they've failed in, in India uh, quite a lot as well as in uh, Australia. So, I was very curious to see how they went along uh, against England and they, they did really well. Uh, though their batting at times was struggling, but they had someone, they had a good enough bowling attack to kind of bail them out. But 
otherwise uh, this new zealand team uh, gives a good vibe about uh, just watching them you know even if they are all out for say 220 230 i i are you saying gorav that they are likable no <laughs> i think they are likable <laughs> i think that what i think it's uh, we keep talking about new zealand and just i think that sometimes overshadows their performance on the field uh, uh, nice guys and so on great uh, just the fact that uh, they come to the final and they made enough finals uh, now in the last 10 15 years across formats so it's very important to see if they can get over the line it's high time they get a title the last time they did get a title was against uh, when india were finalists in 2000 uh, in the icc champions trophy so they have the wood over india quite a bit uh, in the icc tournaments but uh, hey it's a completely different ball game uh, it's just matter of who kind of uh, soaks in the pressure and who does not think about it, it as a final so that's where i think new zealand have a slight edge I, uh, if you i'm sure all of you have heard and uh, read about kohli's press conference and he kind of underplayed the entire wtc uh, in that press conference saying that it's just another game we have six tests in england and it doesn't matter what happens in this game uh, we uh, we have been playing consistent cricket but i'm sure uh, you know Uh, it's that mess which india want and new zealand want badly uh, because you never know when these opportunities come again yeah shanky gorovs i feel spot on there i mean the prize money is what it is i don't think that matters to team india too much but i'm pretty sure being as competitive as he is virat kohli despite his comments in in the media yesterday he's he would want to win that title absolutely and more than virat kohli someone like a you know cheteshwar pujara or ishan sharma who are like almost one format players for india they got something big here and you know it's as important a game as any for them and i think uh, that's what pujara also mentioned at the press conference a couple of days ago so yes you may underplay uh, the occasion you may underplay the uh, the contest as, as such but i think uh, nothing like a victory would uh, you know uh, nothing like victory in the end so virat kohli is also desperately looking for a you know a title under his uh, leadership under his uh, captaincy the world title and i think uh, it, it's as big an occasion as it can get for test cricket so yes i think uh, india will be definitely up for that and uh, even if they may not publicly admit it's a very very important game gorav you put out an rather interesting suggestion on twitter uh, would you like to tell us what that was regarding the wtc final so i was just looking at uh, over the last 2 uh, 3 uh, weeks uh, in various sports we saw obviously the unfortunate uh, incident of erickson uh, in Den- uh, for denmark and then they actually came back and played the game after some time similarly the french open fi- uh, uh, the match between uh, nadal and uh, djokovic Uh, the crowd was supposed to leave at uh, 11:30 local time but because the match was so good and it was a, uh, it was a pretty uh, important match they ensured that the crowds can stay as a special case so those two things got me thinking that cricket never does these things where you have a special case or you have uh, uh, times when you can afford to be a bit flexible it's not going to happen always there might be situations where ftp demands certain uh, kind of schedule but in this occasion i felt it was a no brainer when everybody knew that the first day is going to be washed out everybody knew it's going to rain uh, maybe uh, the organizers can say, could have said say even a couple of days back that hey we are pu- pushing the test by a couple of uh, couple of days 
let's start on sunday monday or uh, sunday or monday the forecast looks pretty good for next week uh, it's just bad timing this time so uh, if the teams are all okay if nobody really has any uh, other matches uh, i think that should have been done and that's just give that just shows that the organizers are flexible and dynamic and in this day and age of covid i think we're going to see more and more such situations not only because of rain we could see suspensions due to somebody having a, a, a somebody being sick so kind of just having uh, uh, be dynamic in your scheduling be more flexible is all i i, I was asking for shanky does karav uh, make sense there or does he just want this weekend off <laughs> no absolutely he makes a lot of sense because uh, you know you have to be flexible in cricket and that's something that i've also not understood for a for a long time just something as simple as having floodlights at a ground but not having the provision to use it because the yeah. pre- just because the pre-tour agreement between the two captains or the two teams say so so you know stuff like this uh, or or uh, i can remember an odi from uh, from between india and south africa like 3 years ago where uh, you know south africa were bowled out cheaply and india got to bat even before the interval and when they took lunch india needed two or three runs to win and they had a lunch break and then came back after you know 40 minutes to you know wipe out the three runs or even in the ipl you know a team uh, one team has just been bowled out for 110 or 120 the second team is cruising along needs 11 runs to win and then suddenly you have a strategic time out i mean come on i mean you know uh, so so i've never really understood why we're so rigid with cricket and why we can't make exceptions so gaurav makes total sense that this being a world final and the icc wants to market this like the pinnacle of test cricket you have to be a little flexible and of course we all know that uh, england in june uh, early in the summer means that there's going to be a, a bit of wet weather so so yes uh, exceptions can be made and should be made wherever possible going forward maybe for the wtc final we should all just go old school and play a timeless test match anyway moving on yeah listener there's plenty of more in depth previews on our website you still have i would think by the time you listen to this around 12 hours uh, for it to hold good so do go to the website and do go check it out shanky and gorov before we leave the wtc aside i want predictions you'll have had a day you'll all know team india's 11 at least and you'll know pretty much what new zealand's 11 could possibly be gorov will start with you predictions for the result for the result yeah it's a final we're going all out despite the fact that we'll probably speak to you after day 2 day 3 day 4 day 5 and day 6 uh india for me india for you shanky I think India have got the advantage. Yes. I okay. That I I really wasn't expecting that, as you can see. With you, uh, you can be different, and you can tell us uh, why you feel New Zealand are going to. I, no, I was I was honestly thinking simply because of the fact that they've played these two Test matches, and there was just this one thing that spoke to me, and to say why those two Tests were important. I feel that if they had just come into the WTC final, Gaurav, and I don't know if you agree with me, but they would have played Mitchell Santner. it took them one test and another to realize that he's probably not their best spinner in these conditions and ajas patel comes in yeah but i i, I don't know if that's that's going that's not going to be a difference maker whether that's the clincher i don't yeah. know their strength is their fast bowling and it's going to be interesting to see how they fit in these four guys uh, in the first place yeah 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 no that it is i i, w- I would go for new zealand but i think the proof of the pudding is in the playing at the ajas bowl by the two sides over the next 5 days and hopefully forecast aside hopefully we get a good 5 days of test cricket shanky you have your hand up yeah i mean uh, as many as six of these guys didn't play the second test match so they've had a long break between the first test and uh, this game so that's an, that's another factor to look into as well 
yes th- there is the advantage of having played a little bit of test cricket in uh, in the build up to a big final uh, not a first class game like proper test cricket yes but having said that um, given the amount of cricket that all of these guys have played i think uh, india would have rather liked to have just trained the way they did uh, after like two weeks of hard quarantine rather than you know get into an intensity of a a first class game and then push themselves into another game uh, three or four days later so i think it it starts on an even keel on that note excellent we'll just have to see how it plays out and hopefully we get a toss and some action tomorrow now there has been one test match shashank and you could tell us a lot more about it where there has been plenty of action as india are playing england in the only test at bristol remember this is india women's first test match in 7 years that's that's mind boggling as it stands india women have made being made to follow on they trail by 82 runs but i think i think there's there's only one way we can start shanti and that's in all praise of shefali verma I mean, oof what a talent incredible talent i mean i find it i still find it hard to believe that uh, she was left out of india's one day squad for the home series against south africa a couple of months ago yeah. she she still hasn't played in odi right yeah and the reasoning the selectors gave was they felt that she wasn't ready for the 50 over game because of her fitness i mean uh, you know she was clubbing the ball all over the ground uh, the way she did to katherine brunt and uh, sophia dunkley and sophie eckelston uh, she was clubbing the fastest bowlers in south, uh, of the south african team shabnam ismail so so she's got that confidence that raw power that brute force that she brings into the game uh, she's very fearless and i think uh, if any uh, she's just proof that you need that kind of batters up front and i think india have made a very good decision to give her a game here uh, there were lots of chatter about how india should uh, probably bring her into the middle order uh, to just give her some time to ease into test match mode Uh, and have someone like poonam roth open the batting because she's technically more correct but um, you know glad that they gave shafali the opportunity to go right away up front to partner smriti mandana and it's a fabulous uh, opening combination smriti is an attacking batter herself a left hander she has all the shots around the book um, can play anywhere in the we can play anywhere down uh, i mean square of the wicket so so she's got all the shots and shafali's fearlessness just complements her superbly so i think um, shafali and uh, smriti are going to be like two superstar opening combination that uh, in, that will serve india for a long time across formats okay so just to recap uh, the test match england they batted first and they scored 996 for 9 declared with captain heather knight top scoring with 95 india batted again and smriti mandana and shafali verma put on 167 for the first wicket Gaurav, at that time, would you have predicted what was to follow? No, not really. I thought they were comfortably uh, placed uh, to score the big one. But uh, I guess it's about uh, settling in, right? Once you've settled in, I guess, it's that kind of a pitch. Uh, obviously, Shanky would be a, a better person to answer in terms of the uh, how the pitch has played throughout. But I, I just felt seeing that partnership that... Uh, maybe one of them should have gone on to uh, a bat for the longer time both shots were actually not really necessary at that point in time but uh, hey there's a, the other argument that that's how they played and that's their natural game so uh, i guess one of them could have uh, had uh, some restraint in their batting so shank how do you see this game heading now 
Uh, India still have Shafali Verma at the crease. She's batting on 55 not out to follow up her 96 from the first innings. They still trail by 82 runs though and the weather may not be the best tomorrow at Bristol as well. So it's the final day's play. Where do you see this game heading? I think if we if we if we get a full day in, I think it could be uh, you know uh, England could still fancy their chances of winning, and I'm not saying this because India is a poor team. I'm just uh, a little concerned at the the bat middle order because uh, they don't play this format even uh, in the domestic structure here. Uh, they don't play uh, two day games anymore. They've hardly played any kind of three day cricket. Uh, I don't think they had too many warm up games either in England, even in in even in terms of intra squad games. So, in a sense, uh, the format, they're learning on the job and they're playing a test after seven years. And yes, of course, you've had Mithali and Julin who played 10 test matches in their 20-year-old careers and a lot of them having one or two test matches under their belt. So, in, in that sense, uh, the format is completely new. They're, they're just picking up the ropes directly uh, and in the heat of the battle. So, and just be- purely because of that. I think England will still fancy their chances. A couple of early wickets tomorrow and then suddenly you still have 50 or 60 runs to go. England will definitely fancy their chances of winning the game. Uh, But if the weather intervenes and you've had uh, 20 or 25 overs uh, wiped out, I think India can confidently, you know, draw the game. And that's what they need to, you know, share the points and then move into the the one-dayers and the T20s of this multi-format series. A fascinating day of Test Cricket awaits us on Saturday and we hope that the rain stays away and we get some action. Shankin Gaurav, thank you so much for joining us on Stump Mike. We'll chat with you soon.